even Britain's making. The British and Canadian forces lacked many of the hard-earned advantages that allowed their predecessors in 1918 to defeat the German army in the last hundred days of that war. For one thing, there was no Anzac Corps available to Montgomery. One way to have been more assured of a successful landing and move inland would have been substituting for the two British lead divisions— the 50th and 3rd Infantry Divisions, the 2nd New Zealand Division, with its Organic Armoured Brigade, and the 9th Australian Division. Given time to train together and plan, reinforced with British corps-level assets, that would have been a corps to rock the German defences. But it was not to be. The 2nd New Zealand Division remained in Italy, 9th Australian Division in New Guinea. Their absence weakened British land power for the invasion. Compounding the pressure on Montgomery to use his forces effectively was the lack of confidence in the U.S. Army that permeated the British political and military leadership. Based in part on U.S. setbacks in the opening stages of the Tunisia campaign and compounded by what the British saw as a critical lack of combat experience on the part of U.S. senior commanders, It was thought that Montgomery's armies represented the best chance of being able to engage the Germans at anything like parity. The British had noted with concern the deficiencies of U.S. divisions training in Britain, but the rapid learning curve and success of those in combat in Sicily and Italy, being further away, had received less attention. Some of the decisions that constrained Montgomery on D-Day were those of resource allocation, such as how many landing craft, especially the all-important tank landing ships, LSTs, would be built in the U.S. and Britain. The shortage of LSTs and other key amphibious warfare resources was to limit the force that could be put ashore on D-Day and in the critical weeks of the build-up that followed. There was nothing Montgomery or any other general could do in 1944 to create more landing craft even though this was the resource that most directly determined battlefield success. Britain had put a preponderance of its resources into its part in the combined bomber offensive against Germany. This was seen, in the years before D-Day, as the main British strategic front against Germany, and held open the prospects of victory without having to repeat the costly battles of attrition on the Western Front in the First World War, that were needed to defeat the German army. Repeating such costly victories would have been seen as unacceptable, both in Britain and in the eyes of those it needed to convince of its continued viability. RAF Bomber Command absorbed quality personnel and resources that could otherwise have improved the ground forces. Again, there was nothing any general could do in the months before D-Day to change this situation. Yet Montgomery was able to do a great deal to redress the impact of these long-standing resource allocation decisions. Churchill's and Montgomery's successful actions to get U.S. agreement to postpone Operation Anvil, the invasion of southern France, mitigated the landing craft shortage. Originally scheduled to be simultaneous with Overlord, and so directly in competition for landing craft and other assets, Anvil was now postponed for some two months.
Montgomery was also able to help push the decisions reallocating the direction of the bomber offensive. Over the objections of their commanders, the bombers would be used against transport targets in France and occupied Europe in the months preceding D-Day, and after the invasion, would be available for attacks on targets near the front lines. This was reflected in the decision on 25 March 1944 to redirect the bombers onto the transport network in France. These two examples of many showed that, even while Montgomery could not undo long-standing resource allocation decisions, he had considerable weight in deciding how these resources should be used in assuring the success of Overlord. Men and Units Montgomery could change only a few things for D-Day.